0: You're listening to a DM podcast. We're gonna get really sweaty in here. So shit. So take off all your clothes. Is that how we're wearing our shirts now? It's a bit gangland. It's it's very gangland. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like. Do we need like a bandana? <laughs> so we do this these ones up and then open the rest.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know why I've been doing that all of a sudden. He's very gangster.
0: Is it silly? No, I mean. I feel like you could be in America in one of those cars which has hydraulics and you're just hanging out the window, (laughs) bouncing like this, maybe selling crack. (laughs) That's a trend moving forward, guys. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Likes. You are here with your host, Amy Gerard. We are in the studio today with my wonderful friend, Ash. Valis. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, hang on a second. What's her I last name? name? I just had a brain fart there. Um, how are you going? Good. So uh, just for those of you who follow on the gram, Ash and I were at an event last night. It was a charity event for breast cancer. Yep. It was a pr- pretty fucking fantastic event. It, it was really good. It was. It was loose. It was so was so loose but it was it was a it was a really beautiful balance of um i don't know bringing some incredible women together mm. hearing their stories and the journeys mm. that they've been on and then it was just an epic dance off dance it was fight. so
1: good and it was like the DJ was briefed on like the age bracket
0: you said that <laughs> you were like do you think she knows that we're all over 30 yeah she knew for sure i actually she was- heard her playlist was sensational.
1: I think at some point they played that to the windows to the walls. Oh, yes, did. they did. Did yeah, they?
0: I was crumpy to was, that. Yeah, I am. That was, back have, like, if memories. you if you watch me dancing, I, in my head when I'm on the dance floor, I, I'm killing it, right? And then yeah. all these all these videos reach to the surface, yeah. and I'm like, oh, you, you look like a fucking. Do idiot, you watch I mean? them? Oh, I would – you know what I was thinking? We've completely gone off topic here. But what I was thinking was I have always just been like from as young as 15, 16, mm. when there's music and there's a dance floor, I'm on it, right? I wish I was like that.
1: Why are you not? Because I'm so traumatised.
0: From from what? <laughs> from
1: myself. <laughs> I was like, a dancer as a child, right? I did dancing. Jazz, tap, ballet, did the whole thing. And I thought I was really good. I yeah, competitions and
0: stuff. Like me on the dance floor, yeah. yeah. And um, then I saw a video of myself. uh, Professionally dancing?
1: Yeah. Well, not professionally, like with the. With the. Like the troop that you Is that what they call it? Dance troop? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did solos. What? I know. I saw a video of myself when I was 12 and I was mortified (sighs) and stopped.
0: Oh, that's really sad. See, I see videos of myself and I look like an absolute, like, cocksucker, but I, I don't ever <laughs> stop. But it's just so That's funny. That's so like, good. It's good. Okay. I you can't, you can't stop me. My my hips take over my body. Um, It's such a good feeling it to just move f- and not give a shit. It's, it's good and to dance with no inhibitions. Yeah. And I always say, like, you got to dance like no one's watching. But the thing is, everybody is watching mm. and now people also video. And then, <laughs> and but then you, they tag me and I'm like, fuck, I'm just. I think it's
1: the confidence thing. Once you've committed and you don't care. Yeah. No one else cares. They're That's just right. like, look at her. She's fucking having a night of her life. Having a good time. No one's going, she looks so dumb.
0: Well, I mean, I'm sure there are a few people out there, but <laughs> I I don't care. Um, okay, so let's get back to the event because you were down there. You've come down from Byron. Yep. Where you live with your two beautiful girls. Yamba. Yamba. Is it near Byron? <laughs> <laughs> Yamba. I don't know why I had to scream it like that. It's near Byron. Why do I think Byron?
1: Um, we just opened a store in Byron. Oh, Byron, Yamba, it's like the same thing.
0: That, that's what's throwing me. So let's give everyone a little bit of a background spiel on you first. Mm-hmm. So you're originally from the Shire. Yeah. So you've moved up to Yamba with Khan, <coughs> who <coughs> um, we're only going to say lovely things about. Mm-hmm. You live up there with him and your two little girls, and you have a clothing label called... Summy, Summy. Summy, Summy. And we're both dressed today by Summy, <laughs> Summy. Ash has come dressed as a gangster. <laughs> Apparently she's got her top three buttons done up and then the rest undone. And I oh, have gone sorry. the other way around. So I've got my top three buttons <laughs> undone and then the rest done up. But Ash is the fashion queen Uh between the two of us, so I'm I'm trying to, I have tried to emulate how she has done her shirt, I'm trying to emulate her style, and it does not work on me. I look like a chode librarian of some sort. I've got I don't know if I've got like a thick neck. That collar is up here. Oh, it's okay, that's colour. why. Okay, cool. So, let, I feel like what was your label before Summy Summy? Tippy and Zep. Tippy and Zep it and was kids, but that was kids' clothing, right? <coughs> mm-hmm. I, c- I can only relate to this because I've seen my best friend she Sundays a label yeah. and I feel like a similar situation like they started out doing t-shirts and bags <laughs> and they called their label tea bags and I was like <laughs> what the fuck you, like, I don't know if that's a, I, I don't know if that's an like an iconic name I don't know if that's going to take off babe but what I feel like happens with a lot of You're still stuck on tea bags. Um, I feel like what happens with a lot of, you know, small businesses when they're starting out and finding their feet, they they tend to start out with one label Mm. and then they transition into Mm. another one. And then for Bezel, she had tea bags and then it went to something avenue, something avenue until and that was kind of and then anyway they've landed on Sundays and so you started with tippy and zepp mm, it's like a warm up yeah it's like a stepping stone yeah. right
1: and that was so unoriginal it was my daughter and my dog <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's kind of cute though what's your dog's name zepp zeppelin and then how did summy summy come about
1: well i'd been doing tippy and zepp for a few years mm-hmm. not making any money yeah. like i'd make i'd sell some stuff And then I'd just keep going. Yeah. But it was cute to dress the kids in that. Um, And then I was about ready to just – I'd had enough. Yeah. Because what's the point? Yep. And everyone kept asking me, do this bodysuit you do for the kids in a women's. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know even how to do that. But I did and it sold out and I actually made a profit. Oh. And I was like, oh,
0: Oh, that oh, feels nice. That's tasty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so then I did more
0: yeah. and more. Yeah, I and remember. Then,
1: yeah, so there was a few little runs of women's bodysuits for Tippi and Zep. And then they kept selling out. And then I said to Khan, um, I think I'm going to have a crack. Yeah. Yeah. At but like I'm a- going to rebrand because I'd had another daughter. Luca, and I knew if it ever turned out to be something, she'd be upset. That her name wasn't yeah.
0: included, of course. Which
1: the other day she told me she was upset about it. <gasps> and I was like, well, it's in
0: the past. <laughs> well, you weren't even born dull, so, like... And that brand doesn't exist anymore. Or does it? Have you still got it? No. Bit, yeah, okay. So I... Because I remember when you started doing your bodysuits, mm. and I remember seeing them on some, like, pretty cool people. Like, I remember... Um, did you do a campaign with Ruby Tuesday? Yeah. That
1: was cool. That was amazing. That really kind of s- set the Did that level. kind
0: of put you on the map and then? Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. And, yeah, she was just really, really great. And I think she post not only did she come up and do the modelling and everything, mm. she, like, did stories and promoted it and was really good about it. Oh, I amazing. had, like, thousands of followers in 24 hours. So good. Yeah.
0: And so you've just kind of gone from strength to strength now, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, those dips along Sweet the way. Small business,
0: right? Yeah. Did COVID.
1: No, COVID um, was really good.
0: Yeah, I've heard – Bezel said the same thing. Yeah. She was like, my sales have never been higher. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand that. Why weren't people buying clothes, they weren't going out. People were being really sneaky,
1: I think, with JobKeeper and uh, – yeah. People were getting a lot of money. And so they were just like – and shopping online at home. Oh, well, I guess
0: what else were you? And I
1: was doing at that time like just ribbed cotton basics. So there was yeah. loungewear essentially. Oh, so that yeah. makes sense. I, w- I was just lucky. That's so mm. good though. Is it still just you? No, we have a small team now. Like, how many people have you got in your little team? So, Tali. But I think, well, Andrew was just saying the other day. I need to talk about this more because it's pretty funny. So it's yeah. me. Yep. Tali, who is my friend, who is. Probably like the face of the brand. Everyone sees Tali doing the reels,
0: and the oh, styling yep. and everything. Yeah, yep, yep. is she the blonde <laughs> mm-hmm. little bob lady? Yep, yep. She's um, got hot legs.
1: She's amazing, so and she's good. just my friend. Oh, okay. And she was always so good in front of the camera when we went out and stuff. And I was like, "Do you want a job?" Oh, so good. So she just does it one day a week. She's actually a teacher. Oh,
0: nice. I'm um, at the
1: primary school, which is also so funny for her because she has kids coming up to her in the playground. <laughs> Sorry, TikTok, miss.
0: (laughs) But you know what? Uh, As a small business, you have got to be constantly evolving with the bloody trends Mm. on TikToks and Instagram and you need to be creating content. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you do. And if If you're not going to be that person, you need to outsource it.
1: If you have ever seen me in a reel, you will know why I can't do
0: it. Did you go live at the event last night?
1: I did and... (laughs) I lost it. <laughs> like I think? lost the live. Angela's like, go live. And so I went live. And then I was like, I can't see where it went. And she's like, yeah, it's live. Yeah, so I think when you go live,
0: oh, you should have been able to save I it. I didn't but save it because I was scared of it. Yeah. You were videoing my toes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so uh, That's totally fine. So you've got yourself and Tali. Tali, yeah. Tali. Um, Alice. Alice, what does she do? She is
1: in the warehouse. So she is um. Customer service, warehouse, wholesale, Mm -hmm. keeping it all tidy. And she also works in our cafe. So she'll do a shift early in the morning at the cafe and then come to the warehouse. Wow. So it's really such like a nice little family. Yeah. So is it just the three of you? No. And then I've got Ange now. Yep. um, Who is retail girly in the Byron store. Yep. Yep. she is like a task master. Task master. Oh, she's just like to her. come in and whipped everyone into shape.
0: That's what you need.
1: Um, yeah, I definitely need that. And then Stevie, who is my first full-time employee now.
0: <gasps> she works five days a week for you.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Where in the warehouse? Um, she works. She's in the store in Byron, but yep. she's also the graphic designer. Like pretty much anything creative you see with the brand comes from Stevie. I love that you've and the got print like designer. Oh, she designs she's all doing, the prints she's and stuff. like hand painted that. Did oh this. my god, she
0: did not. She hand painted. Yeah, this.
1: you can see the little brush marks when you paint. <gasps> so attention. she
0: paint. She did a paint, and then you've mm. just repetitively printed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're saying every shirt is different
1: most of the time. Yeah.
0: <gasps> what an absolute! So she's an artist.
1: Yeah, and then we outsource. Our wholesaler, Kendi, who's Sammy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, and it's just such a who, nice bunch of people. Who packs
0: all your orders? Alice. In the warehouse. Yeah.
1: Who is, like, so pregnant right
0: now. She's oh, about no. to leave. Oh, so. no, You're going to have to find a replacement. Yeah. Anyone in Yamba, if you're listening. Yamba! Yamba! Anyone in Yamba. Yamba! Um, if you want a job while Alice is on maternity leave. Hit me up. Hit Summy, summy, up, summy, 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 summy. fuck, summy, summy. <laughs> what do I keep calling it, summy, summy. It's just by default. Yeah, that's so good.
1: So yeah,
0: I always think it's really nice when you see a girlfriend start a business and then you watch it take off and you watch it grow. And you had a fucking, mm. you had a launch party down in mm. Bondi a few months ago. Was that for this collection? Yeah,
1: like, the ball, the mechanical ball. Did you me-
0: go on it? I didn't because I was in jeans. I was also driving because I don't know why I had to drive that yeah, day, had the kids. Yeah. and oh yeah, something to do with the kids. Oh, school pickup, yeah, bastard school pickup. Oh, no. I would I would have got on the bull otherwise. You got on it, didn't mm. you? You're it's in the a skirt. best video of all time. Is
1: it? No, well I was in a squat and this is why the skirts are so good because you can literally hop on a bull <laughs> and no one's seeing your flaps. <laughs> I mean,
0: that's exactly why I would buy a squat, yeah, just so I can I ride do a mechanical. So ball. many of
1: them in the collections now.
0: <laughs> um, so what's your latest collection? We've just no. launched drop three of
1: Send Snacks, which was spring. Send Snacks. Yeah, so good. So it was inspired by how often I go to Coles.
0: <laughs> Do you just like make your own collection names up? Yeah. Send snacks. Send snacks. Send, send. oh, like send. send them. Like send me snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send Snacks. And what kind of pieces can people buy from Send Snacks collection?
1: Um, well, the fun thing with our collections is is that you can – there's something there for everyone.
0: Yeah. And I, it's a huge range.
1: Like you've got denim dresses, denim jackets, and then you've got like Visco's little midi dresses. Mm-hmm. So, again, like what you see is just like this sort of obscure print. But – if you take it back down to what it was originally Stevie had drawn, like it's kind of abstract. Abstract. And it's like you can actually see there's a fish and a sailing man and a little boat.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then it's been blown up and And put then we onto- just go – <sighs> That's so cool. Yeah. And it's – what I love about your brand is that it's your own clothing, right? Mm. And you're designing it yourself with your own prints. Yeah. I think that – like there's loads of fast, fast fashion brands out mm. there and they absolutely, you know, serve a purpose and they're great because they're, you know, affordable for blah, blah, blah. But I love that your pieces are your own. And they're designed by and the, you.
1: Yeah. And the thing is is that, well, we haven't seen I think I'll know I've made it when I see a rip off. Oh
0: but what's, what are they? They're I say? also
1: hard to rip off. Like how are you gonna How rip are you gonna
0: off? rip that off? What do they say? Imitation is a form of flattery. Yeah. So yeah, when somebody has ripped off one of your clothing pieces, you've absolutely yeah. made it. I'll be like, Whoa. You I absolutely love I think it was Tali. She was wearing this like vest over a dress and it's, like, the fade of, like, the white into the purple or so sexy.
1: So that was Drop 3, which is online now, which is almost sold out. Yeah. Which is just unheard of. (laughs)
0: So you were down last night for this Breast counts oh, My God, I feel like I've had too many <laughs> champagnes. I potentially could still be a little bit buzzed from last night. So you came down and some of the girls last night, they walked out in the resort collection. Mm-hmm. Talk me through why you wanted to be part of, I guess, the event last night.
1: Well, it is close to my heart mm. as I have, The BRCA2 gene mutation. I found that out when I was 21.
0: Can I just ask, has your mum had breast cancer? No. My dad. Your dad? Yeah. Men can have breast cancer? Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, I know. Is that common? Um,
1: No. So I think the stat last night was one in 500 men. Whereas it's one in seven women.
0: One in seven women. That, blew, that literally blew my mind yeah. yesterday. Um, okay, so your dad, he's still with us, yes. right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He found it really early. It was a lump under his nipple, like
1: the size of a grain of rice. Uh-huh. Um, found it really early. They, okay, that's he great. He had chemo. They cut it out. He basically had like a man mastectomy <laughs> and then had
0: radiation. So he's got like just a scar through one okay. side. So based on that, you went and got tested? Yep. How do how do they test for that gene? Is it a blood test? Um yeah, blood test. And so at twenty one they were like, you've got it. Yeah. And did they advise you to have? Um
1: yeah, you get genetic counselling, and I think I was so young, and I'm really good at just pushing stuff to the back of my head. I was like, a problem for later.
0: Bury my head in the sand.
1: And I'm not going to think about it till I'm thirty. Mm. Um and so when I turned thirty a couple of years ago, I I have my two daughters, and I was like.
0: Mm. Need to address this.
1: Yeah. So in May, I had a preventative double mastectomy. So you hadn't actually found any lumps or anything no. like that? But they, but you start testing when you're 30. So I, I'd had one mammogram, one ultrasound, yep. one MRI, and yep. I was like, I can't do this every single year. I mean, yeah. I still have to do it every single year, but the stress of it Yeah. and, you know, people are like, well, you know, it's something that you can manage, so you can do this every year. And you'll catch it early if it ever comes. And I was like, I don't want to catch it at all.
0: Yeah. I want it gone. So does removing the breast, does that reduce your chances of getting it significantly? So
1: I think the percentage is 90, like high 90 something. Oh, wow. So it's
0: absolutely worth it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. How was that for you as a woman? Like, was that quite confronting or were you... Absolutely, like confident in you your in your decision. Like, did you mm. feel? I was confident in the decision. Yeah,
1: but again, like I just kind of like go somewhere else in my head. Yep, I'm like, well, that this is happening
0: for all the right reasons. Yeah, and
1: yeah. Everyone kept telling me like this is such a huge deal, and I was like, I don't think that it is. But now looking back, I'm like, yeah, it kind of was.
0: Yeah, is well at 32 <clears throat> to do like that kind of surgery. Mm. I mean, I, I think it's. I think it's pretty incredible that you are prioritising yourself like that. Like, I think it's exactly what you need to do for the girls. Yeah. And and for your, and for your own life yeah. and for your con. I, what was the recovery like?
1: Um, well, it's so funny because someone asked me the other day and I was like, oh, it was like so easy. I was so fine. And my dad was like,
0: <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I was there. It was you not. You were not fine.
1: You are not fine. It was pretty gnarly. Yeah, and I can the, imagine. I think the worst part of it for me was the drains that they put. They put them in either side, right? Yeah. So there was a drain on each side, and it had to stay. And it, they were in there for like ten days in the end. So like, I couldn't go move really. I was just lying in bed or like hobbling around with yeah. it. And the girls <laughs> were like, because they fill out with blood pretty yeah. much and liquid, and they were like, "What is that? <laughs> that is so disgusting." And I remember saying like. Oh, like I can get in the car and come and do something with you today. And Tippy was like, please cover your bags up. <laughs> I don't want anyone to see so your brutal. bags.
0: Yeah, I was like, fair enough. Hey, did they have to um, remove the nipple? They don't have to, but I chose to. So they take out all the tissue mm. and the nipple. I chose to have everything. Oh, so they could have put the nipple back on. Yeah.
1: It's pretty – they say it's pretty safe to keep them there, but I was like I'm not going all this way to just leave something behind.
0: Yeah, no way.
1: Um. So, yeah, I've just got like two scars.
0: Where your nipples were. Mm. That's kind of cool. You got some pre- – <laughs> that's a pretty epic story that you can tell your daughters.
1: Yeah, and they, they, they don't 100% understand. Like they still ask, like because I had – I got – reconstruction in all in the same surgery.
0: Oh, so wait. So they removed your breast and then Mm. did you get an implant? Yeah. Not just one. I got two. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously. Um, Just one. Oh, so you've had your breast removed and your nipple and then they've put a little implant in so, you you know, you've still got Mm. some boob there and then they've sewn you all back up. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, that recovery must have been Mm. hectic. Yeah. I remember, like, I've got my boobs done, and I remember I had to sit elevated. Like, I had to sit. You got your boobs done? Yeah, did you have implants. Yeah. Do you know that? No, I got them done six months before <gasps> I fell pregnant. Oh. Mm. Hmm. I'm going to show you a photo of my tits when my milk came in after this podcast. So I always had breast tissue. I always had boobs. And I went and I just got a very small implant. Like it was 215cc. It's a tiny implant. It was just to fill me up because I had lost quite a lot of weight. So it was just Mm -hmm. to fill me up. I just wanted to be like a D and I was already a C. I mean, when I think about it now, I think, was it really worth it? Did I need (laughs) to get it? Maybe not. But when I went and got them done, the guy was like, okay, cool, you can't get pregnant for a year. And I was single. So I was like, I'm fine. I'm not getting pregnant in the year, in in a year. But by the time I put the deposit down, in between putting the deposit down and paying the full amount, I met Ryan, mm. and I met Ryan. Ryan was like, oh, Hang on a second. Why are you getting your boobs done? Like you've got boobs. And I was like, Shut up. I've already paid the <laughs> already deposit. Paid I'm worried. doing this for <laughs> me. And he was like, Whatever. Got them done, and then of course because we fell pregnant, like five months later, um, they saw. Oh, Did mate, it hurt? Oh. But you know what? I went. I've breastfed all three of my kids. They're fine. Um, they were fine. Yeah. And to be honest, they just look like natural titties now. Yeah, which is great. I actually think that if I didn't have that little implant in there, my tits—I'd be tucking <laughs> them into my pants, right? <laughs> so in some way, it—they've saved me, and they've just—they've. There's a bit of full, You know, like when you stop breastfeeding, your boobs they just, just become like, empty potato sacks. Yeah, like um, what my girlfriend—it's so to weird. Call? It's weird, right? Yeah. You always had pretty good tits. I reckon they were all right. Oh no, they were great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pervert over here. I used to pervert them all the time. They were good, and then when you're breastfeeding, they're beautiful, right? Because mm. they're full, and and then when you stop breastfeeding, just it's like they suck the life out of it's you. Literally, it's weird. It's empty. Yeah, they're
1: there, but they're empty. What
0: implant size did you get?
1: Well, it's so funny because I didn't have any clue about implants or whatever. Yeah. My friend asked me the other day, what size were they? And I went back and found 425. Jesus. Which she was like, that is huge.
0: (laughs) But they don't look huge.
1: But I don't have any tissue. Yes, of course, because it was all
0: removed. So the whole boob in there is the implant. Yeah. That
1: makes sense. Um, So it's like so hard. Did you get a teardrop? No you got the round round because because of this sh- different yeah. when you don't have tissue um so apparently if they move with a teardrop, it is
0: so obvious that your boob is wonky yeah
1: no there's nothing to that's pad right. it
0: up yeah, that's right and I think most surgeons and plastic surgeons they will have a look at you know your frame mm. and your chest and tissue and they absolutely will guide you in the right direction
1: yeah and I also joined this group called pink hope and yeah. it's basically just women in similar situations who have been through it or going through it yeah. or will go through it and like it is a page where they all upload photos of their tits which is just amazing because that was the biggest thing for me I was like what am I going to look like how is this going to look or how do I know what to choose behind the muscle over the muscle tear yeah. and and it was really helpful.
0: I feel like, obviously, if you, you know, for people who do get diagnosed with breast cancer, it, it would be just the most traumatic and mm. horrific period in your life. And the only saving grace, not that there is one, but the only saving grace and the silver lining to, you know, an otherwise really overwhelming situation is that there are so many women who are going through it and mm. it's like they envelope you in yeah, like big hug, a huge hug mm. and I felt that last night. Like, you know, both my parents have gone through their own cancer um, journeys. Neither of them were breast cancer. But, like, Mm. I don't know if they had a similar kind of support group. And, like, I know for a fact, like, my dad had prostate cancer. I don't know. You know
1: that that's the same – can be the same gene linked to breast cancer?
0: No, I did not. Mm. Mm. And Well, my mum had cervical cancer. and. I had early stages of cervical cancer. I had a uh, abnormal Pap smear mm, back in twenty four. Yeah, when I was twenty four in the UK, I had an abnormal Pap smear, and then I had to go back in and I had a biopsy taken, <clears throat> and they were like, "There's precancerous cells on it, right?" So then they were like, "You're going to have to go in and have surgery," and I was like, "I'm out. I'm, I'm leaving the UK. I'm not yeah. doing this here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to be with my mum." Um, and I so I flew back home, and then with um, when you have a pap smear you have you know the precan Well, you've got like an abnormal smear and then the biopsy will tell you if there's precancerous mm-hmm. cells and then you have a sta- you have three stages so you've got sin 1 sin 2 sin 3 and then you've got cervical cancer and when i was in the uk i was sin 1 and mm-hmm. what they say about cervical cancer is that it's really slow moving
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you can essentially have these precancerous cells and sometimes it can take years to mm. develop into, you know, SYN 1 or SYN 2. But I flew home to Australia like three months later and I had to obviously go to my GP and have another pap smear and do the whole process again. And by that stage, I was SYN 3.
1: Whoa. And
0: she was like, we need to get you in for surgery. And so I had what's called a let's procedure done where they go and they – cut a bit away like cut away a bit of your cervix where the precancerous cells are and it's funny because it's the one thing they ask you every time you have a baby when you fall pregnant Mm. um I remember being I must have been like 24 and 25 at the time and the lady after I'd had the surgery she was like okay I just need you to know like it would be really good for you to have a child sooner rather than later because you don't want to have it later and I was like oh fuck I'm single like I can't just go and have a child because you've just told me that like you've potentially weakened my cervix right. um and she and she told me that I would never I wouldn't be able to potentially carry full term yeah but I did with all of them well 37 38 weeks mm-hmm. but I I now have to have checks every I do, it started with every three months and then it moved to six months and now it's yearly and now I think I've gotten to the stage where it's every five years do um, you want to I feel like I you wouldn't. Want no, I don't. And like I I proactively go and get yeah. pap smear more frequently. Just Are basically. you
1: done with the kids? Would you just like
0: ever a consider me? Yeah. I oh, fucking I would love to have a hysterectomy. Really? Can you
1: just opt for one? I mean with your mum I mean, I don't know.
0: My mum had a hysterectomy. The only thing is it pushes you into menopause unless you take hormone replacements.
1: So I will have to have my ovaries taken out. Um, The same gene is for ovarian cancer. So prostate, ovarian
0: and breast is the same gene?
1: Well, there's so many different genes. Yeah. But the one that I have is for this. Okay. That little nice little cluster of things. Yeah, beautiful. Why do you have to get your ovaries removed? Because ovarian cancer is hard to detect and often once it's detected it's too late. God. it's one of those really scary ones. Yeah. So, kind of just the same as the breast, just get get it gone. Just
0: remove all of our organs. But like, yeah. So early menopause. Yeah, I I don't know enough about menopause. I know women who are in like perimenopause. Yeah. and they're like strap in, and I'm like, what? What happens to me? Because I'm already a fucking psycho I'm before a psycho. my period.
1: I feel sorry for everyone around me. I- when I'm PMS. Same. I, I, you don't want to cross. You don't want to look at me. You don't,
0: I, I I am actually like, I, it's like I transition. It's yeah. like I wake up and I'm like. <laughs> shed a skin oh. and the devil and comes out. Yeah, I'm like a she-devil, right? And like you look at me and I'll breathe fire in your direction. <laughs> and my kids, if they don't put their shoes on, I, I have no patience. Yeah. I'm sweaty. I've thrown a lunchbox at the wall
1: once <laughs> and immediately, like you know why you're doing it. At this age, you know you're like you're the reason you feel so angry is because of this. I, but you can't control it still. I went I I
0: was telling this story to my girlfriend the other day and she was like, You are a psycho. <laughs> so I was out at dinner and I was out at dinner with a girlfriend and my husband was at home. And He had sent me uh, some messages or something and he was like basically like trying to insinuate that he was, you know, in the mood for a bit of fun when I got home and I just parked it. I put it to bed. I was like, no chance I'm going straight to bed, right? (laughs) And then I walked in the door and he was on the lounge and there was a box of tissues next to him. And I have (gasps) never had an issue with him watching porn and sorting himself out, right? Half the time he's in a de facto relationship with his palm. Good. Great. It, it takes me off that, like, I'm a, I'm out of the hot seat. Great. Never had an issue with it. And I had knocked his advances back, right? Mm. So, cool. Why would I care that he sorted himself out? But period, Amy walked yeah. in. She saw, and I said, you, have you been masturbating? And, I, and he goes, what? Yeah, I had a wank. And I said, you know I was coming home. Why did you not wait for me to come home? And he goes, are you kidding? And I was like, oh, I am your wife. And he was like, what the fuck is happening, Amy? Like, are Amy. you?" And I was like, I know in this moment that I am being a total psychopath yeah. and I don't even want to have sex with you, but I don't know, I just want to be outraged about something. And so I just flew off the handle, gave him the cold shoulder, turned my back to him, <laughs> and he was like, You're, you are Fucked. a fucking idiot. Like, you are so <laughs> cooked. Let me know when your period's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually just a psycho in the three or four days before, and then when my period hits, I'm okay again.
1: Yeah, mine seems to last a really long time. So I'm actually <laughs> questioning whether it—it's just me sometimes.
0: Oh, <laughs> is it my period? Am, am I, just, I just, just a really an asshole? <laughs> am I just a really angry person? <laughs> there, I I do think there is this thing called PMDD, premenstrual disorder something and I did speak to my GP about it but her response to that was to put me on antidepressants for 10 days that is so unnecessary and I was like I feel like that would not be a good move for me um like I used to have a boyfriend who would just jump on and off his antidepressants and when I tell you he was more emotionally unhinged than me before my period I was like I don't uh, I'm gonna maybe not. That opt seems for that. weird. It seems quite in, like a. It takes
1: a long time for antidepressants to work as well. You need to take them for two weeks before they even do anything.
0: And I thought you were always meant to wean yourself off them, right?
1: yeah you and don't just hop on and off
0: <laughs> well, apparently you do if you are if you speak to my GP <laughs> I think you need a new one. <laughs> I mean she has given me a few bump steers so we might we might look look out for a new <laughs> GP. okay, so you are down here for how many more days? I leave tomorrow.
1: you leave tomorrow because um, my daughter Loka told me two and a half days only.
0: Oh, oh that's it. you're mm. on a time limit. get back up here mum.
1: Two and a half days only or five
0: minutes oh. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> hey, hey, don't. Oh, can I just give you a hot tip? Don't ever let them get kids' Facebook Messenger. It's. Like, I would not. Well, all of the kids at Charlie's school has it. Right? They all come home and they talk to each other on it. It's cute, and I can read all of it because mm-hmm. it's linked to my Facebook. Oh, right. But now that Bobby has it, <laughs> all, he calls me like. Sixty-five times a day. Like if I on a weekend, if I'm out at an event or at a girls' lunch or a hen's party, every every five minutes my phone's ringing. Bobby Gerard's trying to call me. Bobby Gerard's trying to call me, and then I answer, and he's like, "Hey, mum, I'm just playing Roblox," and I'm like, oh, "Cool, buddy." It's always Facetime as well, and then I hang up five minutes later. Bobby Gerard's got. I was like, "I text Ryan, take the take the iPad off, Bobby." Oh yeah, I'm not going to be downloading. It's that. a lot. All right, well, I have really enjoyed having you on the potty. I feel no like we've um, we've gone between talking about, you know, some pretty important topics mm. and the event last night and then we've mixed it in with a bit of fashion. The two go hand in hand, really, I think. Like I feel like as women we're always wanting to be on the front foot and we're always wanting to be looking after ourselves and our mm. bodies so we can be there. For our kids and you know, and then we're always wanting to look good in hot clothes. So Yeah, get
1: some summy summy.
0: You're just you're just delivering today. You're serving, you're serving inspirational chats, (laughs) hot titties, looking after yourself and fashion. And get yourself some summy summy. Wear your shirts, three buttons done (laughs) up, like a gangster. If I stood up and showed you, it looks very cool. We're gonna take a photo. Okay. And so I'll post that. Are you hot? Because I feel like I'm still drunk on champagne. I drank a lot of champagne. Did last you drink month. a lot of champagne? Did mm. they just keep topping you up? Yeah, because I was asking for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> just sent me a photo of me doing a video of me doing the nutbush. And you know how aggressive the nutbush is, but I'm oh, yeah. doing I'm doing it with a margarita and it's just splashing all over me. And I'm just wearing the margarita because I refuse to stop doing the nutbush. Yeah. It's a good time. The nutbush is great. The nutbush is great. It was a fantastic event. Thank God we all wore pink. <laughs> Fuck, I, I did have a green dress in the mix. I was like, "Oh, should I wear this? And I was like, no. Nah.
1: You would have stuck out like a sore thumb.
0: Like a, here a comes doll. Amy
1: in a green dress. <laughs> and I would have looked like an asshole as well.
0: I feel like uh, you can uh, – there was a table of chicks wearing blue and they were like, nobody told us to wear pink. And I was like, well – I mean, nobody told me to wear pink either, but here I am. I just I – read I read the room, right? Re- yeah. Like, pink. Breast, breast cancer <laughs> anyway it was a fantastic event nip is the fundraiser yeah. uh, can you still buy raffle tickets I think you can for the whole know. month of October
1: oh you can oh amazing buy some raffle tickets it hit over a hundred thousand
0: last night that's so impressive. it's incredible and I know that somersault was going to chuck in an extra 10k if they got over a hundred that's huge so they've raised a hundred and ten thousand yeah. dollars for breast cancer foundation That's incredible. And it's just the girls at Jensen's. Like, it's Mm. Brookie and Sarah and Leisha now and then Cara from Wolfgang's involved as well. so good. I tried to do my own
1: fundraiser this year and I made $1,000. Mate,
0: (laughs) don't laugh. Any little bit of money that you raise is good. good. And it's hard, right? And I feel like at the moment, like, times are tough, man. Fucking Mm. interest rates. Living in Australia is – living in Sydney Ah, uh, it's just a bloody ripoff. So any amount of money raised, yeah. is fantastic. So go you well, yeah, something <laughs> you did something I did something you did something. um, so we'll put the I'll actually put the link to the raffle tickets in the show notes. So if you want to jump on, mm. there's some epic prizes I know. like you could win a car, yeah. You can win a car. There's a holiday down to an Airbnb. A there's big, fat ring, huge ring by a Nicholas, someone jeweler. I mean, it's quite large. It's huge. It's, it's huge. I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you, and being very generous with your time, and sharing what you've gone through. Yeah. Um. And I think it's really good. I think it's good to be talking about it and sharing mm. your experiences. You know, because it potentially could help other women jump on the front foot. Yeah. Court. yep. And I want to go and get my breast checked now. How do you get them checked with an implant?
1: I think you still have to do it, which I'm really scared about. That? Cuz it, like I, a, I don't
0: It's like it's a tit just sandwich like it's so uncomfortable. It's so foreign. I know, I, I know we're trying to wrap this up, but you know what scares me? There's a lady I met um, when I was at the hairdresser's the other day, and she was saying to me that she had felt this lump in her boob, and she got a referral and she went and had – no, she had a mammogram, came back fine. Mm. And then she went – she was like, oh, it's still there and it's concerning me, and so she went and had another mammogram, mm. and it came back fine. And then she just so happened to be casually walking past her old obstetrician who wasn't even practising anymore. Mm. And they got chatting and she, she mentioned about the lump and he was like, that's not sitting right with me. And he sent her for something something different. and An ultrasound or an MRI. I don't know what it was, but it must have been something different, maybe an MRI. And it was breast cancer stage two. And that is that happens all terrifying. That's terrifying to me because so often you just take what these tests come back as gospel. Like you, you have to really advocate for yourself, and it
1: doesn't feel right. Keep going until you, you get closure. Until it like, feels right. Also, right? I've had a friend in Yamba who had a lump and was really concerned about it. And the doctor literally said, you're too young. Don't worry about
0: it. Oh, my God. It's so scary. It is scary. So, yeah, I I do believe that you do. You really and truly need to advocate for yourself yeah. and push and push and push until you feel comfortable with the answers yeah. that you've been given. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, sucks getting old. Yeah, I know so many things. So many things. I wish we could just go back in time and be like eighteen and like At worry movies. about yeah, like what outfits we were going to wear and what boys we liked. And yeah. Um, all right, love you, and I will be back next weekend. No, fuck. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Le- I am signing off, guys. I need to go and have a nap. Bye. Bye. <laughs>